We want to be. <laughs> we want to be better. We need to be better. We, we want to, to be, be better. No, no, it didn't work. <laughs> okay, we, we want, want to, to be, be better. better. Obviously, as you know, B, I have a younger sister who's 17. Yes. And shout out to Pippa. Yeah, she's a legend. Oh, bloody legend. And I and you're like 10 years. You would have had your school reunion, is that right? Well, if I yeah, I would have been this year. Wait. Would have been last year. No, you're you're 28, so from 18, you should have no, been. No, but you graduate at 17 oh. in WA, I think. God, so I don't know. Yeah, I would have graduated 17. Okay, well, when last year would have been my school reunion if I had turned up. But yeah. anyway, um, I was thinking that we should do a show about what we would tell our younger selves. Yeah. At, at the age, you know, as a teenager, we're not yeah. talking about like children because they were the best times of our lives. What really, you mm. know, what would you tell? A child, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're not going to listen. Yeah, ten years ago, you were ten years ago, like eighteen exactly. year old me. Yeah, exactly. About just you know on that cusp of going out into the world oh, yeah. as an adult, and I thought since I have a seventeen year old sister, mm. she might really enjoy this because you know she's going into VCE. Yeah, well, she's in VCE year eleven, but going into year twelve, which is like your final year, and yeah, and. Although, I, again, I don't know what WA does, but in Victoria, it's like the last well, year. Well, we don't do a VCE because that's Victoria, Victoria. But I think it's called TEE. Oh, right. It could have changed. Shit, like I haven't been there for a while and I <laughs> haven't been at school for a while, so I don't know. But, yeah, it was TEE when I was going to school. I threw this by my sister, though, and I said to her that we were doing this. And <laughs> yeah. I rang her and I said, "Can is there anything that you, you know... Is there anything you want to know? Like Any advice? advice? Yeah. And she says that said that I give unsolicited advice all the time, and she number one hates it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you do give unsolicited <laughs> advice all the time. And two, nah, she probably She'll, probably won't listen. She doesn't want to hear what you have to say. Oh, and I was like, okay, well, we've already made the notes. Pippa. <laughs> We're doing it tomorrow. We're so. doing this for you, Pippa, and you ungr- you're a little ingrate. Yeah. I know. So, well, yeah. too late, mate. But it has been really therapeutic thinking about, you know, where where I am now. And like some of it I still I mean, I go back and give the advice mm. to my younger self, but actually I probably need to take the advice on now. Oh yeah. 29. There's things I'd tell my younger self that I still don't do. Yeah, exactly. But it's you know, it's a lesson that I've still got to give. Like I'm preaching to the choir, but I'm both the preacher and the choir. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. it's true. But also it was nice to look back and think, Oh, I've actually come quite a long way and I've yeah. learned a lot. Yeah, there's I remember when we were sitting down to do this and I thought oh, I was just telling myself everything I've done. And you're like, no, what would you do differently? I'm like, nothing. I'm perfect. I'm great. Don't know why I'm on a podcast called We Want to Be Better because clearly <laughs> I don't need to be. And then I thought, no, no, there is a lot that I should have told my 18-year-old self. But really, I wouldn't listen at the time because, you know, I was a strong-headed little 18-year-old. But Yes, because when we did sit down the other <laughs> night and try and run through, you know, some notes and dot yeah. points, I was just banging them off. Yeah. Like, could think of so many and, you know, could think back to, so for, I don't know, some insight, yeah. I had a really shit time. Like I had a terrible time mm. um, and of which I don't talk about 
at eighteen in detail. No, at not at eighteen. Like through high school. high school was a bad time. Okay. I just like, and it, I don't mean it was all a bad time because it wasn't like I, most of my really great mates I've made from that period of my life, and I've still got them, yeah. and they're fantastic. And I feel like we sort of shaped each other into who we are, hmm. and um, we still are very very close, and we had so many great times and things. But also, it was like one of the hardest points in my life. Yeah. And I mean, although I I quite frequently say how hard it really was, I don't really go into much detail. Um, But yeah, it was, well, it was traumatic. Yeah. I hated it. You've told me some things that, that craziness. Like I, I can't imagine how difficult it was for you, to be honest. So, But then... But I mean, then, I suppose this is then, where it's like like a phoenix rising out of the ashes. Chalk and cheese mm. is that you come from a totally different perspective where you were just like, you have always been Queen Bee. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Look, <laughs> it's, your own, it's your own perception of yourself, I guess. And I think I've been lucky in the fact that I do... I, I think a lot of people learn to love themselves uh, later in life, but I didn't have that lesson. I just always did. And I think like, I'm blessed in that way. But mm. I know I, I get a lot. I do cop a lot of flack for it, though, because some people think I'm really like quite up myself. And I'm like, yeah, true. But, you know, I'm not <laughs> going to apologise for liking myself because well, I'm just not going to. So I don't not like like I think I've liked myself. Yeah. In that I've always probably thought that I was like a somewhat good human. Like yeah. I have a good heart. You've got good traits, definitely, definitely. But it wasn't like I love myself. <laughs> like, yeah, I was. Yeah, definitely a bit. I was just a confident kid, I guess, and that's just mm. something I've always done. But that doesn't mean I didn't have a shit. <laughs> Time. You're making anyway, me sound bad. No, I think it's great. All right, yeah. so like, let's crack so let, into look, it. Let's start with education first, because yeah. obviously that's what Pip is doing. And Pip, I know you don't want Annie's unsolicited advice, but you might want mine because my story is very different to Annie's. Because I, I'm a high school dropout. You know, I um, didn't. I was doing my TEE, um, but it just wasn't for me. It just really wasn't for me, and I just thought. You know, I was wagging school all the time and my mum just said, you know, I was really lucky that I had a mum who just said, you know, you're clearly bored with school Mm. and I just wanted to work. So I was working at Hungry Jack's, you know, after school and she just said, why don't you just quit and work full time? Now, I don't know too many parents that would say to their child, why don't you drop out of school to go work in fast food full time? But (laughs) I am so grateful that she did do that because um, I've got a really good work ethic for one. But, um, you know, like... So many of my friends stressed so much during, I'm going to say VCE now, but mm. so the VCE, it's so stressful and oh, it's like a crazy time. You know, I still went to university. Like, I went to study to be an English teacher. Mm. So, you know, I've dropped out of school yet. I managed to still go, get to school because there are different ways to get to uni without, you know, I've got highest, like secondary, year 10 is my highest level of education. Uh, I still managed to get into university to then become the teachers of the kids of the institution that I left. So, like, there are different options for you. (laughs) And I think that's really important that people don't really stress to kids. They're just like, you know, VCE, you've got to do it. Like, you've got to, Mm. like, really stress these kids out and they should be enjoying their time. Like, I'm not saying that education isn't important. It fucking is. Mm. But, you know, if you don't see yourself doing a scholarly pursuit later in life and you really want to be, say, I don't know, a carpenter, then drop out. 
and be a carpenter. Start from where you want to do, you know, yeah. where your passions lie. See, I, like, come from a different, like, perspective. You, you're you a public school person and I'm, yeah. I had a full paid scholarship to a private school but um, also, so I was full paid but my brother went as well and my parents had to pay a lot and so they sacrificed a lot and you the know pressure they my mum worked three jobs my dad like you know was my mum worked like in the boarding house of like my school to pay our school fees off and like I my friends essentially got my mum for a period of time and I I got my dad at home so I, I almost like sacrificed a little bit of like my relationship with my yeah, mum and for your education for my education mm. and so I mean, although they would, ne- they only wanted the best for me, and mm. I, and it's only in hindsight now, as an adult, that I realise actually they were doing that because they, at the end of the day, their number one priority is my happiness. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, they've like sacrificed, worked so hard and sacrificed everything. Mm. I have to live up to this expectation, otherwise. Yeah. It, I feel like I've just ruined my parents' life. Like, honestly yeah. felt that way. Like, I not only am I going to disappoint them, but they, <laughs> like, mum could have just not been, like, working like this and, and sacrificing her time with my dad. Like, because my mum and dad only really saw each other on weekends for a period of time and I didn't even get to see my mum and my brother didn't and I had a little baby sister and, like, you know, um, yeah, it was, like, really hard. So I, but I wish I had the perspective that, like, like life does go on and <laughs> yeah. you know like because at the time I thought oh my god it's like all gonna end like it all hangs on here. yeah it hangs Honestly. on what I get in my VCE like you absolutely know. Mm. And, it, and it really really didn't like I mean <laughs> as you know I like admitted to you in the car like some weeks ago that I still I can't <laughs> this is so embarrassing I still wake <laughs> up in having panic attacks from my year 12 physics exam that I wasn't able to sit because I was sick on the day and I was so distressed about it that I couldn't sit it. Because you thought you were going to fail. Well, because I didn't, I knew that, uh, so it's hard to explain, but like it's um, evened out on your other, like if you don't sit it, they give you the average of like your other classmates. Uh. And I only had three other classmates. (laughs) And you didn't obviously have much faith in them. (laughs) No, I, I thought they were really lovely people, but they like, they didn't, they didn't really care as much. Yeah. Like they didn't, and I was like, oh my goodness. And also I felt like I was almost letting my class down a little bit. And anyway, so silly. The most irrational <laughs> thing I know rationally, it's like <laughs> and ten, fine. And ten years on. I still <laughs> stressed about it. Haunts you, yeah. Clearly don't do anything with physics. No. Do I? I don't even know what like I honestly didn't do <laughs> any math. Like that's why I kind of dropped out because I somehow like shimmied through the system where to do your TE at school you had to do like four subjects. And there had to be at like three art subjects you could do, yeah. but one of them had to be like a maths or a science. And I got away with just doing four all arts classes. So then yeah. I got halfway through the year and they were like, you're going to have to pick up a maths or a science if you want yeah. to pass. And I was like, I don't want to do that. And yeah. they were like, well, you're going to have to. And I said, I will leave. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah, you can't hold me here against my will. So, um, yeah. You do, like, I mean, that all that said, like you, you, you do end up needing oh, English and math. You do. And I think that's the thing. I mean, like, 
don't get me wrong, VCE, if you know when you're 16, like, hell, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a lot, like, you have your life plan sorted, then, yeah, really apply yourself. But <laughs> I was just bumming about. I was just doing school because it was kind of what you do, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I knew as much math as I needed to mm-hmm. by the time I was 16 and I was very good at English. Like, I had got what I needed from for my life anyway. Mm-hmm. I think, um, think ed- education-wise, you know, when I did go to, to university, that's when I would, in hindsight now, the things I learned there, not necessarily how to be a teacher, but I started to learn things that I hadn't been taught in school, things mm. like feminism and feminist theory. It wasn't until I learned it at university that I was like, I've been so fucking complacent. For me, it's like I, I was utterly shocked because like when, we, when I finished year 12, Everyone sort of jumped onto Facebook. Like, that yeah. was when it sort of came out. And, um, I, you know, the social media age just sort of like really went took off. Yeah. yeah. And it's still going strong. Oh, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah. It's here to stay. <laughs> yeah. So please be careful with your Facebook status, <laughs> yeah. young Annie. Yeah. Like, that's something I definitely would have said. But to oh, me. Oh, don't you cringe at those on this I day? Know. Oh, Jesus. And the memory. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Memory of like mm. yeah on this day ten years ago and like, I'm like honestly honestly um but you know social media took off and then all of a sudden I was having sort of education from places that you you know maybe are, so so views. my thing my biggest thing was I, I it hit me and hit me so hard how whitewashed my education a hundred percent so I was utterly shocked. That I, like, when I figured out, for example, what Australia Day was about, I can still tell you what my textbooks look like. So, um, you know, obviously the day that we call Australia Day Mm. in this country is the day in which the First Fleet came and colonised the country and murdered, um, committed, like, mass murder of, you know, Aboriginal people. Genocide, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, just genocide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and we celebrate this day. No, in my textbook, they villainised the Aboriginal people. I know. Like, Captain Cook was a hero. (laughs) And I I didn't know until I went to university how skewed Mm -hmm. um, my vision of this country and my education of this country was because Mm. I think, and that was, like, the biggest turning point for me was was that. That's what I took away from university the most was that Australia doesn't want to educate. I don't know. I don't know. Like I was grown up, grew up, yeah, in in whitewashed Australia and we just don't want to think about it. We kind of just want to pretend like, yeah, it never happened. And then to actually learn like, I mean, I knew it happened, but I didn't really know like one that it how how it really happened and two the effects of it still today like that was something that yes. really had changed my my view of everything that I knew and I wish that I had learned that earlier because I, I just feel like educate yourself on world issues and like kind of challenge some of the things you do learn at school because yeah you know it is yeah, like an institution back yeah like mm. I think I just accepted a lot that you know okay this is yeah this is the history blah 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 I and I'm like, Annie, do you know what my, when I was in year four, so I was nine years old, our school, and I remember I went to a public school, okay, did not go to a religious school. Mm. At Easter time, we did like a story thing, we had to write a story, and it was literally about Jesus dying and coming back. And like, I learned this at school. I thought that fucking happened <laughs> at a public school, that's what I was taught. Yeah. Like, that is not 
fact at all, right? This is what I've learned. Well, well yeah. look, depending on who you are, depending on you, yeah, <laughs> to each their own. But, but yeah, not I mean, this belief. was like this was forced upon me as a child, and it wasn't until I got a bit older and I started like mm. researching about atheism and. Um, <sighs> I was about to say Dawkins, no, um, Darwin. It wasn't until I started learning that that I was like, holy shit, I have just been lied to my entire life. Like everything that I thought I learned at school was was false. So I feel like educate yourself, yes, but in things that are a bit I couldn't different. get over. So in, um, in when I went to school, if you wanted to learn Australian history, it was an elective in year 11 and 12, so like for VCE. And obviously there's not that many people that are going to choose an elective that is Australian history, which is very specific and not a prerequisite for anything that you want if mm. you go to uni or anything like that. So that that was a an elective. So you could choose to do that in year 11 and 12, but obviously people are doing chemistry and maths and stuff because they're trying to get into different things. Yeah. Yet we learnt about the civil rights movement in America for yeah. two years, yeah. which is like I'm not saying, you know, obviously that is a big thing and um, especially now like with social media and stuff, it's like good mm. to know what other things are going on. But why was Ours there ignored. such <laughs> a emphasis on uh, like, and don't get me wrong, awesome people, mm. Martin Luther King, Malcolm yeah. X, you know, Rose Parks, all that. I learnt about all that. But then... I got mm-hmm. out of high school, could not tell you one Aboriginal rights activist. Yeah. Because not we one. just, it's easier to point at another country's faults in their history and be like, oh, you know, like they had to learn instead of looking at our own. Like that's yeah. all it is. And like that's yeah. shit. It's I, shit. I think, um, I know I say quite a lot um, that. Teachers shouldn't have to teach you anything, and I always say that from the perspective of, of a parent, I have to teach my children things and not expect that the teachers are going to teach them everything. Mm. But also, if I could tell myself, my younger teenage self, I would say to myself, don't expect the teachers nor your parents mm. to teach you everything. You are going to have to teach yeah. yourself some of the time because your parents are also as gorgeous and loving and beautiful as they are they come from a different uh, uh, time yeah and they're also a totally different education I mean imagine what they would have learned oh yeah compared to what we would have learned compared to what my kids learn like I mean it's changing yeah yeah I mean my girl my twins now at the start of every kinder class have this thing where they acknowledge like the the traditional owners and they they say that, you know, they make promise, their kinder make promises to look after the land, the people and all this, you know, like, oh. I mean, still not, like we're not perfect. Absolutely not. Yeah. But that's it's a start. They're already they're starting in a different, to do that. Yeah. They're yeah. in a different spot to what we were. We were. And, and so hopefully it changes with the Now times. let's move on to relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you tell little baby 18 year old Annie about relationships? Um... Okay, like, like, so I was bullied, like, full stop. Like, I was Mm. really, really terribly bullied. And, um, you know, I don't want to go into it too much, but... um, And, like, I think that I totally admit I would have been a shit. Like, who gets through (laughs) high school and hasn't been an arsehole to someone else Oh, 100%. Like, I'm sure I, you know, I really, I would have been a shit. I know it. But I suppose the thing is, like, first of all, I just, I would hug her and just say, like, you're going to get through. It's like, it's going to be okay. But also, like, 
people remember how you made them feel and they don't really give a shit what score you got or how popular you were. Mm. Like in when you get at the other side. Oh, my and, God, if um, you start bragging about how cool and popular you were in high school, like, outside of high school, yeah, you just sound like the biggest loser. Like, 100%. You know, just like I was... Like I was crowned like the bell of the ball. I don't know. Like what? Do, what do you have Even at your prom like or whatever? Just say you're year twelve, enter school, which is like the final school you get. If I hear someone linking up, I'm like, I got in, and I'm like, so, uh, like that. Oh, so right, you, oh, you like, peaked in high school, did you? It's like, <laughs> yeah, righto, yeah. buddy. Like I don't care. So yeah. my main thing is like people remember how you made them feel. Mm. They don't remember what you wore. Because obviously we're in Australia, so, well, I mean, some schools aren't like this, but most schools have got uniform. Yeah. And and you're not allowed any self-expression or anything like that. So I remember casual clothes day being such a big deal. So you got to wear casual clothes yeah. and you had to make a donation to whatever the charity was. Yeah. It was like once Gold a term. Gold coin donation. And it was such a big deal, like such a big deal. I laugh because I could not tell you one item of clothing that anyone more, I mean, I was in a country town, though, mm. so dead set probably in a Cobra there somewhere, <laughs> some Birkenstocks. Like, I'm sure yeah. it was that, but I don't give a – like, yeah. in hindsight, you don't remember that stuff. You just remember how people made you feel. Yeah. And that, to me, is, like, the most important thing. Not how cool you were or what you wore or any of that stuff. Not that I really got caught up in it, mm. but – I don't know. Don't care about it so much. Well, I, I just suppose I didn't, but just like don't try not to be an asshole because that's what people remember. Yeah. Well, like, that's good advice for any age. Anyone that is yeah. listening, try not to be an asshole. Um, <laughs> I mean, it is for any age, but I think it, <laughs> yeah. it's like this weird thing. Like, yeah. if you ask me what my phone number is right now, I genuinely have to think, like, you know, hold on, running through. I, uh, yeah, I got it. If you ask me what my friend's phone number was in 1998, oh, I know it. Got it straight yeah. away. Nine three four two seven seven five seven. No, five, it five, two three six zero one seven. Yeah, and like it's you know I it's like the, so even for in terms of feelings. Yeah, like I know that we you should make everyone feel like that now, mm. but you it's like your memory is clearer of that time, even though. Hormonally, right. you're everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I how I felt about someone just like five years ago, barely can remember. Yeah, high school, You've crystal clear burnt in that memory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's actually a fair point. Um, probably because your emotions are so crazy that you were emotionally mm. haunted. I suppose. So yeah, and just like kindness will get you further than wisdom. Like I know that. I mean. Really great to have wisdom, not dissing on wisdom. No, we're not here to diss on. Absolutely no not. <laughs> no. But it, kindness will get you further. Yeah. I mean, obviously, unless you're like Donald Trump or someone. Mm. But like, in terms of a good quality life, he doesn't I mean, have wisdom though at all. I mean, yeah, I suppose. What's he got? He's probably got he's, neither. Yeah, he's got. He's just. <laughs> he's got nothing. Um. Yeah. Look, relationships. I think. Um. Like friendships. I would say. You know there's this pressure after school I feel to be friends with the people you're at school with and you know the people you're at school you just like lob together with them I mean some of them you know you're mm. lifelong friends with I mean my best friend we met in year eight and we've been best friends ever since but you know if you didn't if you don't like someone just don't hang out with it like you don't owe them shit let you it have go. to put up, like you have to it's kind of like work you have to put up with people because you see them every day at school yeah but 
When you don't have when to. You, when you finish, like, you know, school, don't feel an obligation like, to keep catching up yeah. and, you know, being invested in their life and stuff. It is okay. Yeah. And, it, and you don't have to have a fight. It can just fizz. Yeah, let it, it just fizz. fizz out and the little light can Agreed. just switch off and it's fine. Let uh-huh. that be. Yeah. That's part of like being an adult. And Put I feel though, energy yeah. the ones you care about. Exactly. And I feel that's the same though with relationships, like boyfriends, girlfriends. Um, you know, if I could say anything to my little 18-year-old self, it would just be like, seriously, do not get so hung up on your ex. Just uh. like, fuck him off. Like, there will be more... He's not great. Like, just yeah. let it go, honestly, because yes. that is something that I have a problem with. Like, I'm a classic, you know, drunk dialer, like, you know, just haunt them forever. <laughs> that's my that's my MO with my exes. And I'll admit to that. Like, it's bad. I was, I look back and I'm just like, <laughs> first of all, every photo that I ever took, you have to like, just burn it. Who cares? <laughs> Honestly, just get rid of that shit. Like, I was thinking, oh, should I keep these one day for my kids? As if. No no one wants to look back on that shit. It's so cringeworthy. Like, oh, my my high school ex-boyfriend, although he was, like, an okay guy, he was actually quite a nice person. He, like, get this, work ethic... I, I came from a family, like, he was sort of given a car by his parents and all that sort of mm. stuff. He was a nice person, though. I don't want to make out that he wasn't a nice person. I mean, I'm going to get to the end of the story and you're going to not think of this, that he's a nice person. But okay. um, I had to, I worked three jobs too. I, mm. And I worked, like, in the pub, you know, and saved all this money. And when people finish year 12... Um, they have this thing in Australia schoolies? called schoolies, right? What do they have in America? What is it called? Spring, spring break. No, but I think that's only just a holiday thing, is it? That's I every know. spring. Is it every spring? Okay, well, at the end they have schoolies. I don't and they know. go on this yeah. big trip and you get drunk and whatever. I didn't go because I Neither. would have been a toolie because I didn't. Go oh, to school, so like, yeah, no. uh, yeah. No. Well, I didn't go because I wanted to save money. You were working hard, exactly. Yeah. But gave my boyfriend at the time money to go with his mates and have a good time. Annie, wait for it. Here's the kicker. So I helped fund his tr- schoolies yeah, trip. You gave him schoolies. Went up and he cheated on me <gasps> on schoolies. And here you sit in this booth and tell me that he's a nice guy. <laughs> he was. He was just really immature. Like he's brain didn't finish developing until later, I don't think. But I was like, oh, and took him back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I took back my cheating ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I found out, and this is one thing that I did good because, you know, I was pretty hung up on him. Six months later, we get back together. We're dating, and then I find out that he had another girlfriend and I was the other woman now. And I was like, get the fuck out. You know, like, oh, once no. a cheater, always a cheater. You're the worst. Fuck off. And so... I didn't date him again because I thought, you know, like, good on you, B. Like, let let him go. Like, got rid of that baggage. And then I think about five years later, his girlfriend hit me up and was like, can I ask how you two ended? And I said, oh, yeah, all right. Like, look, he did cheat on me. Yeah. And she said, oh, yeah, okay. Because he told me that you cheated on him, which not true, um, obviously. But she said he's done it to me now. And I just wanted to know if he was a repeat offender. And I was like, yeah, I dodged a bullet with that one. Yeah, yeah. he's just never going to change. So, no, I mean, yeah. I laugh about that now. Like, I could happily see him. Like, it's fine. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's... That's look, pretty dodged, But you just go back to your <laughs> old self and you'd be like, just have 
have a good time. Like, I would honestly say to myself, do not get a, a boyfriend in year 12. Yeah. Like, what a distraction. Yeah, no, agreed. I mean, but then some people find the love of their lives and all this sort of stuff in high school, which, yeah. like, which is, like, great and so rare and wonderful. But I think, personally, for my personality, like, I need to live life. I really think it's important to have time by yourself oh. and be single. Yeah. Like, I discovered 100. myself as soon as, like, mm-hmm. I ended that high school relationship or whatever. Best years. Oh, yeah. Like, just doing my thing, not mm-hmm. being accountable to anyone, just, yeah. Well, I think, like, if I could tell my, yeah, if I could tell my 18-year-old self, I mean, I did move to Melbourne and that was when I really came into myself at like 23 and moving out and living by myself for three years yeah. was the best freaking thing I ever did. And I wish that everyone would have a chance to live by themselves, even for like just a few months. Yeah, it is the to- If you can be alone and like love your own company, that is just when you're going to fucking yes. kill it in life. And you don't need anyone. Yourself yeah. And rely on other people. Yeah. And I just wish and- I'd done that earlier than 23. Yes. But, you know, at least I did experience you've it. You've got to learn to love being alone. Yeah. You've got Honestly, to. Honestly, because one day you'll end up my position with all kids and animals and husband and whatever and you'll never get to be alone yeah and then even well. when you are alone you'll have this annoying friend that lives down the road that's just like I'm coming <laughs> over so you never get alone time no I love it <laughs> but um one last thing on the relationships like for me I would say um that because I felt like I was a little bit of an outcast, right? I wasn't, I didn't have very many people that I related to at school. I thought I was alone. I thought, you know, mm. I was the only one. And I'm sure so many people feel that way. But um, I just tell myself that, like, you're going to find your people. Yeah. And you're going to find people that are just like you. And yeah. that some of those, like, eccentricities or things that I thought were negative or why don't I fit in actually in adulthood can grow and end up being your greatest asset. Yeah. A hundred percent. Don't like, oh, what is it that Missy Higgins says? A triangle trying to squeeze through a circle. You tried to blunt me so I'd fit. And doesn't that sound familiar? familiar. Doesn't that hit? Yeah, but it's, it's true. Doesn't it hit close to home? Because like, yeah, it hits so close to home. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's true. You know, don't try and like fit into this mold because you know the people that can chop and change to fit in are not the people you want to hang out with. You know, yeah, yeah. Stand up, be yourself. Yeah, that, and that's a sure. hard fucking and lesson to really learn. Hard. It's really hard. It's really hard in high school. I get that. I also um, had a friend. Well, not a friend, a person um, on my Instagram because I did a bit of a call out saying, "What would you do?" And I had someone write. Don't come out in high school. Like, there is this pressure to be yourself, and that's fine. But if you don't feel safe coming out, it's not actually a big deal. When you become an adult, you have choice over it, and you can actually go live the life find that people the that freedom. have the same um lifestyle yeah. as you and stuff yeah i agree i would have said you know no come out like just be yourself mm. well actually no that's not and an option for everyone it's also not safe for it's some people safe. and um it's also family you know like yeah. um i had a very close friend who lived in a country town and he didn't come out in high school because he went to a very religious school and lived in a small town and, you know, there were people that yeah. were coming out in school and their parents were, like, dropping them off at, like, the next town and being like, fuck off, we don't want to know you. Yeah. And, you know, that's a pretty scary time. So I, I understand. A, yeah, a fairly conservative school and it was very funny that... <laughs> 
Year 12 was over and it was just like people coming out left, <laughs> right and centre. And yeah. they're all like, see ya, moving to Melbourne. Yeah. And like, just like... <laughs> You know, there was only like 50 in our year level mm. and it was just... I'm going to live my it best It felt life. like everyone was like, hey, <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, what about um, sex and virginity? Oh, I've got a lot to speak on with that. First of all, um, masturbate. Oh, my God. So much. Absolutely. Like, get in tune with your just- body, like... Literally learn. See how she really loved herself. <laughs> like always. No, her. but that's the thing. I never no. did. I never. Okay, this is like something I don't really want to say on air. But here we go again. Okay, <laughs> I didn't have my first orgasm, and I and I didn't have it until I was twenty one, oh and that was at, yeah, and that and that was myself. No. Like I, it was my like the first time I ever properly masturbated and came. I was 21. Do you know now, that? that is just years. Yeah. I like lost the best explorative years of my mm. life. I mean, to not have an orgasm to 21 sucked. And um, mm. I've definitely made up for that time See, in the past I seven years. See, I was the total opposite. And I here know. we go again. Here we go Why again. Why am I saying this? <laughs> but I... I'm so grateful. Like, I wouldn't go back and tell myself this because I clearly was fine. But I'd say to myself, let go of the shame of it. Um, I was very early, like mm. early, early very teens. Very early. I was doing it to go to sleep. Yeah. Like I was doing it almost every night. Yeah. And it was so great because it meant that I was so in tune with my body that when I found myself in, you know, relationships or whatever, when I was later, I knew exactly what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew how everything worked and there, and it was just so much easier. Mm. I, I, think it's, I think though as well that I th- like, and this is something that I really wish I could have told my 18 year old self and just really anyone listening is that for me, you know, I definitely did have sex from what, like 15 for the years of like, yeah, 15 through to like, say 21 with never having had an orgasm. And that really fucking sucks because it means that I was basically just Doing having sex because obligation. out of, out of obligation. Yeah. And I wish that I had not done that. And I wish that I knew what I wanted and actually like wanted to have sex for me, not yes. for someone else. And unfortunately, yes. like that's something that I didn't learn until basically I didn't really learn that until I met my husband. He's probably the first person that I've had. I mean, I know I did talk about how we <laughs> haven't had sex for a while, but um, which, changed. by the way, I would just like to point out, <laughs> I got my implant on removed and let me tell you, I have got my sex drive back and things are going really good at the moment. But I think it wasn't until him that I was like at the age that I knew exactly what I wanted. He was very... Um, He's very generous. Like, yeah. not, not, not even generous. He doesn't, it's not really generous, but he's very, uh, wants to please me as well. Mm. And he cares about my experience. I've never had that before. And mm. um, that is, makes a world of fucking difference. And I've never had that. So like my yeah. sexual relationship with my husband is the best I've ever had in my life. And I haven't had that until I met him at 26. So that's 26 years. Well, yeah. 11 years of not, of like mediocre, getting nothing from mm-hmm. sex, basically just doing it because I felt obliged to and because it's something that we do as a society. And I just really wish that I could have learned from a fir- yeah. early age that like sex can actually be good for you. Like, Well, I think that you should be prioritising yourself. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, the, the, in order to make sex happen, um, one, you have to want it. 
So actually, you're the you're the number one priority. Yeah. Consent is the most important thing. hundred percent. So you're not number one priority, and you should want to want it. Mm. So like, why would you want it if you're not getting anything? Exactly. Out of it? it should Just be a mutual experience. Exactly. And I agree. And that's something that I didn't really have. You know. Yeah. And that sucks. I wish. In I terms could of virginity, that. though, like I would go back and I would tell myself first of all, one. <laughs> Don't get so hung up on it. A hundred percent. I think that it is kind of disgusting what society does in terms of placing value on virginity. Like, mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous and it's not that big of a deal. So I would say, like, probably just obviously be of an age where you're legal, number one, but yeah. to just not just get rid of it, do it with someone respectful. Yeah. It doesn't, but you don't have to be like, you know, it's this boy, precious, big, big lit, lighting candles. It doesn't have to be Britney Spears and no. Crossroads, okay? Like, you know, obviously someone respectful, yeah. but also, you know, conversely, I would also say that if you don't want to do it, don't do it. Yeah. Because I remember, like, my friends and I, as, like, I laugh now because I do remember having a good time laughing about it, but everyone talking about, have you done it yet? You done mm. it yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Number one, teenagers really exaggerate. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. I'll just say that my my virginity losing was literally it went in, it came out, just so I could tell my friends I had sex. It's yeah. so fucked up. Mm-hmm. So I would like oh, say, and you know though, so- when I lost my virginity, like, and all I can remember. I'm not going to get into too much detail, but the guy like kept his socks on, and he had like these white ugly socks, and I was like, "How dare you? Like, yeah. take the socks off." I can't believe I lost my virginity to you. Like, what the fuck yeah. just happened? I know. Like, it's just... <laughs> That's my takeaway, it's, yeah. It's, don't, like, it doesn't need to be this big, big thing, but also no. don't, like, it, you know, don't be disappointed yeah. if it's, like, because everyone's, everyone's shit. Yeah, everyone has a shit but time. if you don't want to do it, don't even do though it. all of your friends are, like, doing it yeah. and it seems like you're the only one, just don't freaking do it. Yeah, agree. Like, please only do it no if pressure. you want to do it. Yeah, no exactly. pressure. But also don't get hung up on it has to be amazing. Like, mm-mm. I would say 95, mm. do you reckon, percent you're of gonna people have, don't end up with the person they lost their virginity. No. And you're going to have a shit time for a while until, you know. You figure it out. Until you figure it out. So, and like, don't, yeah, don't wait. Like, don't expect it's just going to be, like, fireworks bang because it's not. It's going to be also, a shit time. I remember, like, you know, boys talking shit because they wanted to, like, be... I mean, this is very heteronormative, but um, boys talking shit, they're like, oh, she's such a shit kisser. Oh, like, she wasn't good in bed and stuff. Like, to make themselves seem cool because they're, like, clearly having so much sex. Yeah, they know sex so well. Fucking get your girl gang, rally around and just go, fuck you guys. Like, well, you're not having any. Like, you know, like, (laughs) don't, they're... Almost a hundred percent bullshitting, and I bet you, mm. like their mums are probably still making their beds. Like, let's oh, be real. Let's be honest. Like, don't even stress it. <laughs> they're little, yeah. like they're, they're kids. Like, just yeah, piss off, guys. And speaking of mums making beds, can we just oh, yes. say, learn how to take care of yourself as <gasps> like learn housework. Obviously, I would just like to say I clearly learned this lesson very late because mm-hmm. I only learned how to separate my whites and my darks and laundry. But learn how to cook for yourself and how to 
Observe. Observe. Start observing. Start cleaning the house because what's going to happen is you're going to leave your ho- house, you're going to flee the nest at one t- stage yep. and you'll literally be eating you know two-minute noodles yep. and living in squalor. Do you know how embarrassing, embarrassing it is that I still have no freaking idea how to do my tax? And I, I'm even admitting this out loud. Like, I Annie. get Liam. I, no, and then I said this to mum. I said, you enabled this because dad just <laughs> did, like, everything. I mean, obviously, to some extent, I know, but it's so bad. I got mm. my dad to do my tax for me until I was mm. like 21. Oh. Found Liam, transferred. I remember. <laughs> Transfer the tax. Not even joking. <laughs> that is actually what happened. My dad just passed the file over to Liam. Now, that's not acceptable. <laughs> You've got to maintain some independence. Yeah, 100%. You know, because, like, if it all goes to shit tomorrow, mm. um, I don't. You know, like it's really embarrassing. You know when you meet someone, right? Yeah. And they've told you their name. So it's at the coffee shop, right? Yeah. And then you've been in eight times since and you keep going back to that coffee mm. shop, but it gets past the point where you can ask their yeah. name anymore. Yeah. You know that feeling mm. of like, she's told me a name, she's introduced me, mm. but I cannot say, oh, sorry, what's your name anymore? Because it's so embarrassing you go well, so much. Well, this is how you That's do it though. We, this is what you do in that situation. You just say, how do you spell your name? So, like, you'll pretend to write down. You're just like, oh, how do you spell it? Because there's so many different ways of spelling a name now. So, say someone yeah, was like, right. say their name's Bill. You're like, how do you spell that again? They're just like the normal way. Just like, oh, but like, how? how? do you spell Bill yeah. a different way? Well, I mean, it, B-Y-L. <laughs> like a, like a pl- platypus Bill. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, you know, that's what I always go to. So, like, if I forget, like, say, one of my friend's mum's names or something, I'll just be like, oh, I'll be like, I need to write their name. I'm like, oh, how do you spell it? And always just that's get them to spell it. It's a good fucking one. sneaky one. But, yeah. So really good. But definitely. You can't ask Liam now to teach you. Is that what uh, you're saying? No, I can. But it's just, like, to admit it out loud. Like, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I fully sacrificed myself here and my reputation for this podcast, <gasps> Yeah, but it get, like I and I, I realize how embarrassing it is. But like, fuck it, like it is what it is, it is and I'm moving on. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, I took advantage of the fact that my mum was such a good cook that I just didn't have to cook. Mm. Learn, because oh yeah, I lived on Mego Ren for like a year. And oh. do you know it's like what is it three times your daily intake? Yeah, it's so bad for you. I I didn't learn how to cook until I went vegetarian. That, that was literally yeah. it because, like, for me, it was just meat and three veg 24-7. I'd eat chicken mm. nuggets like I was. I had the worst diet. I lived across the street from this pizza shop. I would just eat pizza three times mm. a week. I mean, I was really, really unhealthy with yeah. my diet. And it wasn't until I went vegetarian that I was like, oh, shit, I've got to learn how to cook. And I did, but that was only mm. two years ago. Yeah. So that was a late lesson in life. Yeah, and also <laughs> you need to learn how to put the washing on, how to clean, how yeah. to do wash a, sh- I don't know, a shower, scrub a shower, because you're almost definitely going to like share house at some mm. point and you do not want to be the pain in the there's, that there's one thing that I will say that I did take the time to learn and I think waste of time. You do not need to learn this, but don't really learn how to fold a fitted sheet. Just shove it, no like, roll knows. it up and shove it in a cupboard. Yeah. I did learn how to do it. It saved minuscule space. It was such a fuck around. Took me a whole afternoon how to learn how to fold a fitted sheet. Don't give a shit. No. Don't waste your time. <laughs> but <laughs> also learn to wash your sheets. Oh, wash your sheets. Sure. Remember when you were young and you were like, oh, 
I don't even know how often I wash my sheets. Like, you know, three months later, like, you're like, oh, you got to wash your sheets. Shit. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, true. You just, you are a filthy, filthy person mm, when you leave disgusting. house. disgusting, yeah. Oh. And you just have so much respect for your parents. That oh, I know. Babied the crap out of you. So, um, what other ones you got there, look, B? I've got, look, drugs. So it's a hard, it's a hard line. No for me. Yeah, it's a hard no. Hard I agree. No. I hundred percent agree. Like drugs at a young age, absolutely fucking not. Okay. Yeah. Because you're too young. And this is coming from someone that like, and like, yeah. and I agree with alcohol. Like, if I could go back and tell little baby Bianca, like by by age eighteen, to be honest, like the, the damage yeah. was pretty much done. But I would try to tell my younger self, and I would hope, like, I know she wouldn't listen, but I would just like to say, like, ease up on the drinking because mm. your brain is still at a young age, and you yeah. need to like let it grow a little bit more before you just like douse it in alcohol. So yeah, yeah. and there's so many more fun times ahead. There's yeah. like a life ahead of you. Yeah, I, I, gosh, I reckon in my hometown. Um, it was underage drinking was prevalent. Oh, like, not so much drugs. Like um, I would definitely. What? I'm a hardline no on drugs. Right, yeah. hard, hard, hard. And I'm also like uh, a total absolute hypocrite that's not going to let my kids drink until their um, legal age. Mm. But in my hometown, it was so prevalent underage drinking. Yeah. The f- first time that I was with friends and we all started drinking was when I was 11. Yeah, that's crazy. And the first time that I got drunk was 14. Mm. I just, I look back and the situations that I was in mm. are so utterly dangerous that I did not even realise. Yeah. I remember waking up next to a dam. This is so country. Waking up next to a dam after like, you know, <laughs> semi-passing out. From yeah. The, so yeah, like I, and it's, it's like what you said. You go back and you tell them, and they, you know that yeah. they wouldn't listen and stuff. But seriously, I think, uh, but but al- see, alcohol is this thing, and like, and this is coming from someone that is is a drinker. You know, um, it's drinking culture in Australia is fucked. Like it's completely mm-hmm. fucked. And you know, I used to go to parties and like everyone would be drinking. My mum would, oh, well. I assume she can't get arrested now, but you know she'd be the one that mm. buys me my booze, and I'd go to a party with a bottle of passion pop and a straw, and be like, "Yeah, mm. I'm set for the night." But um, that's because drinking culture in Australia is it's okay, but drugs, big no no, like absolutely not. And really, there's not too much of a fucking difference, if I'm being honest. Yeah. The effect is still the same on the brain, but we as this country think like, well, if you're going to celebrate something, you have a drink. You know, like it's good to hang out with mates and have a drink and all this stuff. And the drinking culture is what needs to change. And that's why I would hope that like, my younger self, I mean, like, and even as someone like like myself, like my plan and Palmer and I have spoken when we have children, we really don't want to abuse substances mm. like alcohol and drugs in front of our kids, which I know sounds like, yeah, you wouldn't do it. Mm. But I really don't want my kids to see, you know, mum having a glass of wine every single night. And I know that some people do that and that's fine, but I know how I grew up and I grew up in a Croatian family. Drinking is something that we all fucking do. Everything is celebrated with booze and looking at how I have grown up and my relationship with alcohol, I would like to be the one to break the chain and yeah, not right. have that for my kids. So Yes, and and I suppose, yeah, I definitely don't even drink close to what you drink. Although you're on, um, what is it? Dry July, July. you're doing a really good job. I had the um, almost exact opposite childhood in that my parents have done no drugs. My parents 
barely drink unless, you know, it's an occasion or like, a, you know, like either a party or um, they've got a special dinner yeah. or something like that. We've gone out. They absolutely was, they were a hard line no to drinking when I was under mm. age. Yet I still, still did, did it, it anyway. Yeah, still did it anyway. And so the thing is that I say, I try and explain to my parents now when they're like um, raising my sister is that you can say no, but you also have to be careful that you, like for example with drugs, because um, my parents are just absolutely, it is not an option, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So just be careful with your language because if she puts herself in the position where she's done it, is she going to want to call you? Is she going to be afraid? Yeah, yeah, like she doesn't want to get in and trouble. And also don't, like you know when you tell someone you can't touch that, you just make someone to touch it. Like yeah. if you start telling them like no, 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 some kids are just gonna rebel and be like, "Fuck you, I want to do it anyway." Well, I suppose it's not. Uh, this is the reason I think you shouldn't do it. And a nice yes. adult conversation and explanation. Yeah. Or if you like, and also explain where they come from. What like yeah. drug? Like what drugs? do like drug trafficking explain yes. where they fucking come from because you know i but also what like certain drugs do like i remember yeah. getting out into the world and like what's the difference between my that you know that friend over there that i have what's the difference between her taking weed and cocaine for example yeah. i have no idea like i had uh, no idea i i don't I even know you should know the the um the effects mm. on it all on other people, like yeah. I think I, you know, I would be very cautious around someone that's on ice, for example, like things yes. like that. Because you, you, I mean, it's not even about doing them underage, which I absolutely don't condone. But it's like going off into the big world mm. by yourself and having no knowledge of it. Yeah, like I think that I wish that I had educated myself on what is what. Just oh. Even from a safety point of view. I didn't even know. To look out even (laughs) for my mates. Yeah. I mean, I don't even, I still don't know the difference between a lot of drugs. I I really don't. Um, You know, a friend will be talking about some crazy drug that someone was on and I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know what that is. Like, either I'm so out of touch with like what the youth are calling it (laughs) or I'm just like so not a drug taker. I don't, I don't fucking know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and now my final point. Final point. My final point. Oh, so I also said, so breast, be- breast buds are not cancer. Okay, yeah, that's important. That's like, important. I remember thinking I was going to die. Mm. I remember thinking <laughs> that this is like way too much info, but I remember thinking my vagina was ugly because, you know, those boys at school, they'd turn their computers around, you'd see porn, and everything's, like, so different. Oh, I thought... God, I'm so normal. Yeah. I am so almost boringly normal. <laughs> like, get, yeah. you know, figure it out and just accept yourself and um, and you're going to have discharge, which is so, like, oh no one told God. me any No of one told me that. Do you know, I used to, like, wear carefree liners every single fucking day of my life because I thought my vagina was, like, too discharge No, it's just a normal vagina. Yeah. Yeah. That's normal. Yeah. Oh, and like wear cotton underwear. Jesus. Like, please stop <laughs> buying like cheap, <clears throat> shitty $2 underwear. Like buy, invest in good underwear is like all yeah. I want to tell my little I'd self. I'd also like to tell myself that 
it was totally worth stealing the lab animals at school. Of course you did. Because the teachers didn't even care. Of course the you did. The teachers don't give a shit. No, they just don't. Just do it. No. Nah. Steal them. <laughs> yeah. The chickens and the mice and stuff, just do it. Give like, them a good home. I don't know why at school, like when I was in primary school, we had silkworms in our oh, class. Yeah. yeah. And then like they all just died, but no one even noticed for like weeks. And then someone was like, these... They're just oh, like little, I know, the poor silkworms. But I'm like, what a weird thing to have in the classroom. Just what, like these little, yeah, so strange. I'm not saying like maybe, I'm not encouraging Delphi and Cheska to steal the class pet. Well, that is exactly you know, like, what you're which saying. Which is like, the, I'm not saying, but you know, like. Dissecting. We did, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, no, and we did like a reproductive thing to mm. learn. And so you'd breed mice. Yeah. And you'd breed like the chickens and stuff. And you find out when you're an adult. They all just, all the, they get go to knackeries or they go well, like, so bad. So just so steal them. Yeah, steal them. Like, it's fine. Good. Like, <laughs> another thing I'd like to say to myself, um, if you have a passion in something, pursue it. You know, early. Early. Because, early. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, I clearly realised late in life I've got a bit of a gift of the gab. Mm. Also, I like to think, and I went to radio school, and like obviously, it's great that I did, went when I did because I met you, and that would have been really shit if I hadn't met you. Like, could you imagine our lives? That'd be oh, so shit. Um, you know, that's just kismet timing. But like, you know, if I had have just started doing that a lot younger, like, you know, I would have been because I'm happy with what I'm doing, and I really am passionate yeah. about what I do, and I wish I'd had that. All yeah. my life, all of my adult life, not just now. So yeah, I think yeah, have you confidence have... in your passion. Yeah, like I and remember t- if thinking, you've got a talent, oh, chase like do something with it. Don't do what other people want you to do. Do what you want to do. Yeah, and if you really like dancing, but you can't have say you know a career on Broadway. Do it in your spare time. Like, oh, do you not have best. a hobby about it? You know, follow what your passions are because I haven't done that in so long. Look at Jonathan off Queer Eye. He loves ice skating and he's obsessed. And, and he loves like dancing. Sweet. Yeah, and you can do that. You don't have to have a career in it. But if you have a passion for something, follow it. I just, it I also makes you a more interesting person. Yeah. Just generally speaking, like if you have other hobbies and ho- other things outside oh. of just general work and study, it just makes yeah, no, you're right. Interesting because people find me very interesting when I mention I can crochet. They're like, "Wow, <laughs> you are so cool, Bianca." I'm like, "I know." Yeah. Oh my gosh! Can you make a me something? Yeah. Listening to this, and they're like, "I'm taking the advice of someone that crochets." Hey, well, they, well, such an elderly sport. They must. <laughs> I know. I know. Look, it's cool. Like knitting came back and is cool. Like knitting is cool, but crocheting isn't. And I'm okay. out here for the crochet I, people. I was just about to say, you need to wrap up justifying yourself. Okay. So <laughs> I am going to wrap up, though, and just say um, if you out there listening have anything that you would say to your 10-year-ago self, please let us know because we yeah. we love hearing from you all. And this is the season finale, really? so we're signing off for a little while. Having a little holiday. Having a little holiday. We're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. I mean... I'm definitely not going anywhere. I'm not even drinking because it's dry July. Travel a little bit. Travel? Yeah. Meet other people. Get a different perspective of the world. Oh, there's so much. Oh, it's too much. I can't stop. Yeah. Oh, look, younger self has already aged into older self. I've been talking (laughs) to her for so long. (laughs) 